This is Dave Ramsey of the Dave Ramsey Show. Heard weekdays at 5 on Business 1440 KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Wildfires continue to be the worst in California history. More than 30 people have been killed. And last night, officials talked about this body camera footage showing a sheriff's deputy braving the flames to rescue one disabled woman. Sonoma County Sheriff Rob Giordano warning residents, please stay away from the danger. I really want to impress upon people, please stay out of the evac zones. Stay out of the burned areas. It's still extremely dangerous. The wildfires claimed the life of a 14-year-old boy and left his parents and older sister hospitalized this week with severe burns, uh, burns, I should say, as the family tried to escape down a mountain from their remote Redwood Valley home north of San Francisco. That happened early on Monday. Millions of Social Security recipients and other retirees had to get a 2% increase in benefits next year. That is the largest increase since 2012. It comes to only $25 a month, though, for the average recipient. This is SRN News. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've been in the ministry for over 30 years now, and because the Lord has continued to bless my business endeavors, I've never had to take a salary from the church, which has been a huge blessing in my life and a great way for me to give back to the Lord's work. I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the importance of the family business. You know, these days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets, and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing, but Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Minneapolis Marriott West, December 1st and 2nd, only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show, live and local, covering the economy and your business on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Listen to me very carefully. Good morning. Welcome to the King Banyan Show. We're glad you're with us. It's a... uh, it's an October day. It's got the feel of October. Everything is just right with the right with the world, at least in my little corner of it. And I hope it is with yours. Uh, 
coffee in hand. So that means that we're going to <laughs> we're going to have ourselves. Anytime I've got coffee, I'm usually a happier guy than when I don't have coffee. So whenever Lee makes fun of the fact that you get to listen to me drink coffee on the show, the answer is you want a happy host, right? So if you want a happy host, let your host drink some coffee from time to time. I'll wait for the break. I'm I'm feeling a little tanked up already. Thank you very much. Uh, it's uh, 651-289-4477, the number to call. Um, 651-289-4477 uh, is how you reach us today. We've got a great show for you today. Uh, in the second hour, we will have a... Um, We'll have a visit with our, our energy guru, um, uh, Terry Jarrett. Uh, Terry is going to talk to us about, uh, the, about the Trump administration and, and, and EPA administrator Scott Pruitt. It, it repeal of the, repeal of, um, uh, of the uh, clean power plan, or they're, they're starting it. They haven't really finished the task yet, but they are at least starting the process. Um, I do have to, okay, I have to do talk about this. You know what, I was going to do this, try to do this during the end of the hour, but someone just tweeted something at me that, that it has to be believed. Have you read this piece about um, the University of North Carolina not being punished further by the NC2A for having a a set of classes that are, that are, um, that are meant to be a, um, uh, uh, basically phony classes for their athletes. Um, so someone, a, a fellow named Brian Armin Graham, I do not know this, this person at all, but, uh, was retweeted in my, in my stream. Um, and, um, and this is, um, uh, this is, a. uh, the final paper for a course that had the uh, rubric, okay, usually at universities, the course will have some letters that represent which department or program the course is in, followed by a set of numbers to indicate which course it is in that program. So this is the final paper. It, uh, the final paper for a course it is one paragraph long, and and, and and I will retweet it at the break because it's just it, it, it's fascinating. It's a single paragraph article, um, and as I read it, I would say, um, I would say basically, it's something I would think I could get a seventh or eighth grader to write, uh, but this was being used for college credit. So what happened? If you not, if it's possible, and maybe maybe I'm more, maybe because I I do work as an administrator in a in a university, I might be more. Um, um, might be more tuned into this than many of you are, but um, I, as I'm reading this piece, I'm just I'm just kind of kind of crazed by it. Um, the the NC2A, which is the body which controls uh, intercollegiate athletics um, in the in in the country, did a full investigation to look for academic rules violations. Um, took two years to do this report. There had been an, an independent investigation that had been that had been um, that had been published in a number of of places um, uh, uh, 
in a number of places. I, I've been following it through uh, the Chronicle of Higher Education, um, and, and, but uh, it was basically done as a um, uh, uh, it was basically done as a uh, report by a gentleman named Ken Weinstein, who was a longtime official at the U at the U.S. Department of Justice, the North. The University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, hired him to do an investigation. He came out with a 136-page report. The report says that that basically a secretary and manager in the Department of African and Afro-American Studies, or AFAM, uh, worked with the chair of the department, a professor, Nyangaro, uh, to develop what the report called a shadow curriculum that awarded students, many of them athletes, with high grades for classes that required no attendance and minimal work. Now, Mr. Crowder and Mr. Nyangaro's role in the academic fraud had long been acknowledged, but this is from a report from 2014, but the new report revealed broad involvement of many of the actors, including a faculty leader and other professors in the department. The investigation delves deeply into the motives of central players and provides a complex picture of Mr. Crowder, of Ms. Crowder, a relatively low-level operator who investigators say acted as a professor in all but name, routinely grading student papers and forging faculty signatures. Here's the question that we need to have. Where was the university and where was its academic, where was its athletics department in overseeing this behavior? That was the question that the NC2A was supposed to investigate. And the answer from the NC2A is basically, well, they took care of this. It'll be okay. We don't see any reason to think that the broader university knew anything about it. Well, no, but if this went on for eight years, it's your job to know. I speak as someone who's in that very field, and if this department was in, was in my school and it, and it had done what it did, I don't think I would be able to escape blame for not having better supervision of that department. That that would that you just 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 wouldn't happen, and so I find myself wondering, how could it possibly be? How could it possibly be that they are able to get get away with this? That takes me to this piece published uh, Friday by Jack Stripling in the Chronicle of Higher Education, which is the trade magazine basically for all of us in. In, who teach teach or administering universities and colleges around the country? Um, writes, no head coaches, vice presidents, or college deans were directly implicated, and none were punished for what Ken Weinstein described as a systemic failure of oversight at one of the nation's most prestigious public universities. There were no professional consequences, for example, for Roy Williams, the head men's basketball coach, who maintains he knew nothing of the scheme. Over the course of eight years, Mr. Williams' players enrolled 167 times in the no-show classes, 
Almost half the students who took the classes were athletes, even though they make up only 4% of the student body. Richard uh, Badur, whose 14-year tenure as the university's athletic director overlapped with most of the academic fraud, resigned in 2011 amid a different NCAA investigation of improper benefits and academic misconduct. Holden Thorpe, chancellor, when the irregular classes came to light, has said he had no prior knowledge of the problem. He resigned of his own accord in 2013 before the report was released and now is now provost at Washington University in St. Louis. All right. So they found their fall people, gave the report out, and have said, nothing to see here, move along. I can tell you why. Here's my thought. Here's my thought. They don't want to say it because taking North Carolina off television, taking North Carolina out of out of the uh, ACC tournament would cost places like ESPN and CBS millions of dollars. UNC is a is a famed program in college basketball. You can't take them off the air. You could just I can just hear it now. You just can't do it. You just can't do it. But this this article, this this piece is just is just amazing to me. A one paragraph final paper graded by basically an office manager and that office manager and that office manager then records the grade and nobody nobody uh, um nobody paid attention to this nardfan is to um nardfan says they had pressured uh, the greek system the, the the sororities and fraternities for certain grades so they had to capitalize on the easy courses too okay this is the I mean, absolutely so. Absolutely so. And the paper, the one-page, the one-paragraph paper. Let me let me go ahead and retweet it while I'm talking to you, just because I, I think it should be. Uh, I will. I'll put it there with the pound KBRS tag for you, so you can see what I'm talking about. Okay, that paper got an A minus. The one I just tweeted to you, if you're following along, got an A minus. I wonder if I wonder what this person would have had to do to get the full A. It, it's it's utterly remarkable. And the problem being that 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 certain programs will get punished, certain programs don't get punished. Um, I look at this and I compare it to what happened at the University of Georgia, um, where. I'm trying to remember the name of the coach that was there. His son did exactly this same thing. And if I and, and at the break I'll go look this up. The University of Georgia, I recall, ended up taking a very serious uh penalty. And so why did Georgia get punished and North Carolina did it? Because you see a lot of kids wearing Uh, basketball jersey. 
Back after this, you're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. are sold, not bought. Big difference. If they're so good, why are variable and indexed annuities a leading source of complaints? Despite their rosy sales pitch, they often lose money and pay exorbitant sales commissions. Even greater issues remain hidden behind what are likely the most complex and costly investment vehicles ever created. You deserve the truth. Visit annuitydiscovery.com and for a limited time, you can receive a complimentary, unbiased review of what you really own. That's annuitydiscovery.com. What's in your annuity? Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice for you. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 543543 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. You can get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. Even better, right now you can get your first filter free plus free shipping. Text WATER11 to 543543 with a huge range of brand and non-brand filters available. Filters Fast is the nation's largest filter home delivery company. You can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price delivered to your your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? And why not get your first filter free? Find out how by texting WATER11 to 543543. That's W-A-T-E-R-11 to 543543. All City Agency. We don't sell insurance. We help you buy it. Expert advisors for your auto, home, and business insurance. All City Agency is a Dave Ramsey-endorsed local provider. Discover big discounts. All City Agency is an independent insurance agency and has access to 100-plus insurance carriers. Quality-driven, value-priced, superior service. All City Agency, endorsed by Dave Ramsey, trusted by you. We don't sell insurance. We help you buy it. Call 651-484-1213 or find us at allcityagency.com. Back to doing what I love and more. When you're in pain, you need the Good Feet Store. Don't suffer from foot pain, sore ankles, tired legs, achy back and hips, or sore knees. Go to the Good Feet Store for your no-obligation custom fitting and immediately feel the difference. The Good Feet Arch Support System is designed to put your feet in an ideal position, redistribute body weight more evenly, and help relieve pain and stress. With over 350 styles and sizes to relieve your pain. This is Michael Medved, and I wear my Good Feet Arch Support System in all of my shoes. I'm told they even work in high heels. I don't have experience with that. If you have stress, if you have tension, pressure, or pain in your back, hip, knees, ankles, or feet, call for your appointment, 855-554-3338. For your no-obligation fitting, you can use your flex spending accounts and most health savings accounts, too. Visit one of the three Good Feet locations, Bloomington, Maple Grove, and the brand-new store in Maplewood. Thanks to the Good Feet store.
love this. King Daniel Show Business 1440. Wait for it. No, I had the wrong break. Yes, John. <laughs> what would you do if I sang out of tune? Question. Is this the best Beatles cover ever? Answer. Yes, John. Absolutely. It's just no question. Pretty much. Like, there, there's no debate about yeah, it. Yeah. 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 If anyone tries to give you a different answer, tell them to sit down. I got a trivia question for you, King. Go for it. Can you name the guitar player? Oh. Fairly well-known individual playing guitar before he went on to even bigger and better things. So the first thought that I had, I'm just going to go with it, was Clapton. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a very good guess. In fact, they played the same band, the Yardbirds. It's Jimmy Page playing on this. Oh, 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 okay, sure, sure. He's actually on the whole album, too. Well, a good three, four songs. Uh, Blackbird sticks out to me. Uh, did some great work right before they put out Led Zeppelin 1. Yep. Yep, I agree. I agree. Uh I know. I knew Narn. I knew Narn fan would love this topic about. I I, I tweeted the. Uh, it was Jim Herrick. I couldn't remember the guys. I keep wanting to say Lavin. It's not Lavin. It's um. It's Herrick. That was the uh, the guy at the University of Georgia. University of Georgia got got four years probation for giving a player an A where the player told Tony Cole he won't remember him. Uh, told ESPN that he never attended class and did any coursework, including taking the exam. One of the questions, here's, here's some of the questions on the famous Jim Herrick exam. Um, in what league do the Georgia Bulldogs complete Pete? Remember, this exam given at the University of Georgia. What is the name of the Coliseum where the Georgia Bulldogs play? Remember, this is at the University of Georgia. But my favorite how many halves are in a college basketball game? This is a, this is a multiple choice test. Oh, love it. All right. I can't do sports radio all the time for you. Once in a while. Once in a while I can't help it. because Just because it, it, it really is. It was news this week. And, I mean, it's outrageous. We've all been waiting for something to happen here. And the NC2A simply is going gonna, is gonna to say is going to lay all the blame that somehow somehow some office manager in the chair of the African American Studies department at the University of North Carolina did this all on their own for 8 years and nobody caught on it, it boggles the imagination i'm going to, uh, let me set that aside Usually you listen to us here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440 for Economic News of the Week. One of the reasons why I pick out stories like UNC is there just wasn't much news this week. Uh, lots of news in, in in politics. When you go listen to Mitch Berg on uh, on AM 12A of the Patriot at one to three today, you're gonna you're gonna learn tons. He's got he's got uh, what he'd probably call a target rich environment. Me, not so much. Um, the um, 
certainly the stock market continues to make highs as it as it has um, seemingly throughout the year. You're now reaching the point where you've got people beginning to question whether it's gone too far too fast. I do not have a strong opinion on that. Um, first of all, I'm not a financial analyst. I'm not licensed to sell uh, securities to anybody, nor do I ever intend to be. Um, not, not that it's not a fine profession. It's just not something that I'm really interested in. But I would note that part of why the stock, part of the stock market, the impact of the stock market, has been an increase in wealth that has led to some some people stretching themselves to buy larger homes. That has supported the construction industry. That has supported the mortgage industry. Supported our friends, you know, from uh, real estate chalk talk here in the previous hour. Um piece of evidence in favor of that hypothesis is that consumer sentiment numbers just spiked for September all the way from 95.1 to 101.1. That's a huge increase. Um, I, I I always caution people when I talk about consumer sentiment, I and I'm doing a few talks around uh, the area this week about the state of the economy. The consumer sentiment, consumer sentiment doesn't happen before an economy expands. Consumer sentiment is a, an indicator of the breadth and durability of an expansion. Consumer sentiment is in some ways much as, as much a coincident indicator as it is a leading one. I use it as a leading indicator in some particular areas to do some types of prediction, but in other areas, I, in particular when I talk to groups, I temp- typically say, it might help me predict employment a little bit, a little bit. What it does not do for me is sort of act as a as a leading indicator that it I, I can't reliably reliably expect on it to turn down before a recession begins. Because the economy might feel like it's doing well at that moment. So consumer sentiment, those numbers are strong. I think that's that's a, a, a further signal that uh, Durable goods purchases will continue to be strong. But on the negative side this week, okay, this week, bit of a flip, small business optimism, uh, as reported by the National Federation of Independent Businesses, fell a little bit uh, from 105.3 to 103. Uh, That's the lowest number that they've put up for an optimism number for the year. Um, It would be tempting to think that means that the that the bloom may be coming off the rose for um, people, who, for small business owners, regarding the types of policy improvements they expect coming from from um, Washington. If that's true, I do think that uh, some of the actions taken by the uh, Trump administration uh, regarding Obamacare um, that happened this week may may turn that number around. I think. I think they will look at uh, particularly the ability to offer short-term plans and and gather together in trade associations to create um, trade uh, to create insurance groups uh, risk pools based on for the employees in their industry in a way that doesn't ne- that will no longer violate ERISA as um, as the Obama administration had said it would. I think that's going to be. I think they're going to look to that to think that that's a pretty substantial help. 
The retail sales number was down two-tenths of a percent versus the expectation. Look, I'm not as concerned about that. The impact of the the impact of the hurricanes um, certainly have an impa- had an impact on retail sales that I think to some extent were relatively unpredictable. So, yeah, one six rather than one eight, I'd call that within the margin of error, particularly in a month where in a month where the numbers are likely to be jumbled up thanks to thanks to uh, uh, Harvey, uh, Irma, and Maria. Um, so it, that's pretty much all the economic news there was this week. It, it, the, econ- the economy still is growing. Producer prices up four-tenths of percent. The producer price index is actually, right, and I'm interested to see what happens to the CPI report this coming Monday. Remember, when you do have disruptions of the supply chain from from the hurricanes, you know that because the first thing that happens is the price will increase. The price will increase more in the short run than it will in the long run. That's just the nature of demand curves. So, so what will happen next is these producer price numbers, and I'm willing to bet the CPI number is up three. Uh, I'll say three tenths as my as my guess. My guess is they'll both report much smaller a month from now. That's what happens when you have when you have when you have disruptions such as hurricanes and floods and so on. Okay, a disruption of supply in the short run raises price a lot and there's some in there's some shock there, there's a decrease in supply but then in the longer run we'll talk about this a little bit more in the next hour I think. Um, in the long run, we're going to move to a position where where some suppliers come in. They're attracted by those higher prices to bring supply into the marketplace. That's why that's why those price gouging laws are are troubling because they suppress the price signal that says we need more of that those goods here in this place, figure out how to get them here, and people will compete to figure out the low-cost way to do that. Price gouging laws keep that from happening. My, my guess is if we didn't have gouging laws, that increase in the producer price index that was reported this week would have been higher than it is. That's so, but So, again, hurricane-contaminated data is less informative than 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 I think it would be otherwise. So I'm not paying too much attention to to particularly the price data right now because that certainly is there. Uh, I am interested in the fact that consumer sentiment number rose much more than we thought it would. You would think that you would think that the news of uh, disasters in Houston and in Florida and in Puerto Rico might cause those numbers to decline. That didn't happen. The markets continue to, to what seems like an inexorable rise to new highs every week, and and the the upshot of all that has to be: how could anyone in a situation like with data like this think a recession is right around the corner? It's not. Okay, full speed ahead. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. It has 250,000 members, and it's growing fast. With MediShare, not only do you save, you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in either, and that is a beautiful thing, too. So here's how you can find out more, and you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. Here's the number. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana, call 844-41-BIBLE. All City Agency. We don't sell insurance. We help you buy it. Expert advisors for your auto, home, and business insurance. All City Agency is a Dave Ramsey-endorsed local provider. Discover big discounts. All City Agency is an independent insurance agency and has access to 100-plus insurance carriers. Quality-driven, value-priced, superior service. All City Agency, endorsed by Dave Ramsey, trusted by you. We don't sell insurance. We help you buy it. Call 651-484-1213 or find us at All City Agency. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. Enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure. Air Force Reserve. Excitement, knowledge, income, and protection. We hear these words every day at the Online Trading Academy. Now is the perfect time to call. Yes, life is busy, but it's time to learn new skills to protect and grow your money on your own and create a second income you will use forever. Register for a free $500 investing class by calling pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. Words are flowing out like endless rain into a paper cup. They slither wildly as they slip away across the universe. Pools of sorrow, waves of joy, hard drifting through my open mind, possessing. Well, on the Beetle Bumper Day, this is good. I like this. Beetle Cover Bumper. <laughs> this isn't really them, in case you didn't know. Actually, Lennon, uh, Lennon checks in at the end of this track. 
Is that right? This is from that Young Americans album where Lennon was yeah. on with them from, uh, what's the song, Fame, they wrote together. Uh, yeah, off the same album. So Lennon comes in and sings the backup here. We'll use that going out. Okay, awesome. That's great. Yeah, I still miss them. Uh, I do. I still miss them. Both of them. Um, anyway, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Get that Get that work done um, there. Uh, so uh, good to... Um, Good, good to be with you. Good to be with you. Um, I told you last week we were going to talk about this week, the um, who won the uh, Nobel Prize for economics or what used to be, used to be uh, actually. Whoops, there goes our internet connection. We'll be back to the King Banyan Show in just a moment. Well, as I was saying, the Nobel Prize was was not always Nobel Prize. It was actually the Swedish National Bank Prize in Economics given in honor of Alfred Nobel. How's that for a title? Only in the last few years has the Nobel Committee decided that it's okay to call it the Nobel Prize. So, uh, so um, the uh, the Nobel Pri- so the Nobel Prize this year won by Richard Thaler at um, the University of Chicago. Mildly surprising to me, only in so far as some years ago we gave the prize to uh, Danny Kahneman uh, and Amos Tversky um, for studying behavioral economics and for economic experiments. Thaler comes out of that very same field that uh, that Kahneman Tversky did. So I was surprised, but on the other hand, I feel like it rectified a rectified a, a, an injustice because many of us thought that when Kahneman Tversky got theirs, that that Thaler should have as well. Now, okay, so Kahneman and 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 Thaler work in the same area of behavioral economics. And and but the reason Thaler probably is more of the more of the well known among economists group um, comes from two things. First of all, many of you probably have have heard of the book Nudge that he co-authored um, with Cass Sunstein, um, also at the University of Chicago, but from the law school, who did a lot of law and government applications of the types of theories that Thaler had developed. Okay, so they worked together on a number, a number of pieces, and they put them together in that book. But the reason the economists remember him is, is for this reason. Way back in the mid-1980s, the American Economic Association, which is the, which is the trade organization or the, the professional organization for, for economists, particularly for academic economists, realized that its own journal that it published, the American Economic Review, tended not to be read by anybody other than academic economists because, not because it was, well, maybe it's boring. It wouldn't be boring to an academic economist, but it was for the most part indecipherable to most everybody else. And so they published something, a new journal that they called the Journal of Economic Perspectives, which was meant to 
meant to actually take some of the mathiness of economics that had by the by 1980 had come to dominate every journal that was out there to do my dissertation in the early 1980s i had to go out and learn not just not just calculus and not not just linear program linear algebra i had to go learn optimal control uh, optimal control theory i had to learn calculus of variations and in all kinds of math, just to get through the stage of being able to write a dissertation. All right. I don't resent that. I'm glad I learned it. I've remembered much of it. It really helps. My, our, my daughter, our daughter, uh, is, uh, is working on a doctorate in math right now, and this at least gives me some slim hope of being able to understand her when she talks about her work. Um, so I can at least try to participate in a conversation i don't do very well she can lose me very quickly um she's we we often argue whose child is that because she's smarter than either either of us that's for sure uh particularly when it comes to the math things uh but i would uh i would also um uh, I, I i but i would say that that what happened in the early 80s was this was this pushback against the against the math but Along with that was a pushback against sort of the extreme assumptions of rationality in how people make decisions. That really is what economics is. People, when you go, when you went into an economics course as a as as a first year or second year student, chances are. So you went into that class as a first year or second year student. The chances were Well, let's try this one. <laughs> we got you back uh, now, King. Sorry about okay. that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, one drop I could take, but three drops in 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 4 minutes is a little much. <laughs> um the 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 gremlins are really out today. Maybe they don't want me to talk about uh, about uh, Taylor. Uh you were taught. You were taught that that it was all about rational decision making, or in the in the words of uh, in the words of uh, of uh, of Thaler early on, he said economics can be distinguished from other social sciences by the belief that most, if not all, behavior can be explained by assuming that agents have stable, well defined preferences and make rational choices consistent with those preferences in markets that eventually clear. Okay, so so there's a, there's one of those sentences that you kind of need to translate back to people. Okay, but at least it's in English. It just says that 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 we believe people don't have their preferences switch in response to some small changes in their environment, and that when they choose, they choose consistent with their preferences and use their brains to think about things rationally. And we believe that that process ends up causing us to find a single price in which people's plans are fulfilled. That's what it means to say that market's clear. Uh, Dick Thaler's work was to look for places where that might not be true. So let me give you a very simple example of one. And so the connection to Kahneman is that they both were running experiments to see where they could find anomalies in in the behave in this behavior and so and and 
eventually what Thaler did was in this Journal of Economic Perspectives, which was supposed to be economics for people who didn't want to get deep into the technical mathematical explanations, they had a they, he would do a column at the end of the Journal of Economic Perspectives that would talk about these anomalies. I'll just give you one as an example. If you sit somebody down, if you sit a group of people down in a room and you say to them, I will give you, 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 you sit them down in a room, you split them in half, and to half of them you give them $2. To the other half of them you give them a uh, lottery ticket that is written on the face value $2 and, and will assume that the, and assume that, that the odds of winning the lottery are such that the value of that, the expected value of that lottery ticket, that if you held a whole bunch of lottery tickets that you paid $2 for, at the end you would break even. You would neither make money nor lose money. So the value of that lottery ticket is expected to be $2. Okay, you have that, or you have a $2, or you have two $1 bills. You let them hold them for about 15 minutes and you come back into the group that has the $2 bills. You present them with a lottery ticket and say, would you like to switch? Many of them will say no. But if you go to the, other, to, to the people holding the lottery tickets and present to them two $1 bills and say, would you like to switch? The people holding the lottery tickets don't either. Which kind of doesn't make sense because we, t- we tend to believe that people are risk-averse, and so they would prefer the certainty of $2 over the lottery ticket. But they don't do that. They have a bias. They have a bias for the status quo. And there's been a series of experiments about that that makes, me, makes you wonder, well, what would, we, what would, you know, been a series of experiments about that. Now, when we come back, I'll tell you how the status quo bias affects how your retirement plan is working and why it's all thanks to the work of Richard Thaler. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Communications. Do you need to catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. 
I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years, with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss. But wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a Tradeway event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95. Plus, you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend. And at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. Coming to the Minneapolis Marriott West, December 1st and 2nd. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.com. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. Something in the way she moves Attracts me like no other lover. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I can see him. She me. Oh. Could you imagine what the. If James oh, Brown lived today, what would the video for this look like? <laughs> That's a very good question. You know right? tortures this song, too. Oh, yeah. What would the video. That's awesome. <laughs> Don't 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 go listen to that one on Spotify, folks. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, well, sometimes you just need to check. King Banyan Show Business fourteen forty. Just a reminder to you one more time: uh, October twenty fourth is uh, is the day to go see Larry Elder uh, for an evening. Uh, at the Marriott Southwest in Minnetonka, the pre-event VIP dinner um, starts at 5, registration opens at 4.30. A few tickets are still available for the dinner, okay? Just a handful. You, If you haven't bought it yet, this is 
this is last call. I mean, I expect they're going to be gone. They're going to be gone by Tuesday. So get get on the stick. Get to it. Uh, get those things bought. And then the main event uh, is 7 p.m. with the registration opening up at 6. Uh, you have the opportunity to go do that. Uh, I, I do not know if there are tickets for the after event. Uh as well with the preferred seating is that still available john do you know there is literally just a couple of preferred i hesitate to even say they're still available because it was in single digits so preferred are nearly gone and maybe gone still some general admission still some vip the meet and greet after party check the website because i'm not sure i think we still have a few of those as well all right so just just let's go ahead and let's go ahead and uh, make sure that uh that Mr. Elder ends up uh, looking at a very full audience and understands how much um, how much we appreciate uh, what he does uh, in in the uh, Hugh Hewitt Memorial time slot of five to eight p.m. Monday through Friday over on AM twelve eighty six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. So let me explain the value and what and and unlike some things, it's easy for me to explain what Richard Thaler did. This writing about status quo bias is why you typically, when you look at get, making changes to your retirement plan, you tend not to do it. Why? Because it's painful. You have to fill out all these papers, and you, and they send you these disclosures, and you think you need to read them. People don't want to re-up their mortgages because they don't want to go through the problem of it all. And so as a result of that, it's been Thaler's long argument that people don't save enough. All right. They don't save enough for their retirement because they don't want to, the bother of making that move, what we would call in economics, a transaction cost is quite large. And he says, yeah, maybe you can do some things that might make it rationally easier for them to do it. But frankly, um, there's some, there's some things that we look at in the way people save that we consider to be not rational. I don't want to use the word irrational. The reason I won't use the word irrational is, is that it's not against rationality. It's just that we do some things on the basis of impulse. Um, we do things on the basis of just we get this bias towards certain things and we react to that bias. So st- the status quo bias is there. So how do we how do we stop that? The way to stop that is to have pretty simple rules for saving. And so what happens now at many firms that have 401ks is that you are automatically enrolled in the 401k with a predetermined level of savings removed from your check. Okay? You have to opt out. You don't have to invest in a 401k if you don't want to. But if we make it opt out rather than opt in, it is likely that you instead will, once you've been opted in at the beginning by default, you'll just sort of let the money stay there and grow there. Okay? And then the money, the money will grow. Indeed, he, he wrote a book, the title of which I have to, I have to remind myself what the, what the book was called. Save More Tomorrow. That's it. Save more tomorrow, which says, and and you think about this. You might talk for those of you who are of my age. Talk to your children about this possibility. They're in a job. They're saving a little bit now. They're not. Maybe they're being stretched by that saving. Encourage them to think about a plan in which, whenever they get a raise, that they stick half the raise into savings. They can have a fairly low level of savings right now. 
But every time they get a raise, they live as they're living right now and use their raises as a way to supplement their savings. Doesn't that sound like a pretty decent plan? You don't have the money yet, so you're not going to miss it. And you can talk to your employer about ways in which you could make this automatic so that you don't have to do it every time. You can just go ahead and 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 build that up and if you're in your 20s or you're in your 30s and you've got a cha- and you've got a chance to set up a plan like that there's a pretty good there's a pretty good likelihood that your savings account is going to look a lot better your preparation for retirement is going to be a lot better a lot more secure by using a few simple rules that take advantage of your status quo bias and turn it to your own advantage hey coming up after this Terry Jarrett um, our energy guru talking about the Trump administration's relaxing and ending of the clean power plan here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Tune in to Investing for Success with Mark Pearson every day for your dose of dollars and cents. Our daily segment takes a candid look at what makes no sense, what's a bunch of nonsense, and how to use a little common sense when it comes to investing in financial matters. From investments to insurance, college payments to major purchases, dollars and cents digs into the no sense, the nonsense, and the common sense so you can make better sense of it all. Get some straight talk with dollars and cents with Mark Pearson every day on Investing for Success from 4 to 5 p.m. on Business 1440, the Wall Street Business Network. If you're a sleep apnea sufferer who's on the go, go to your phone and call right now to try the world's first portable mini CPAP device, absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP, an engineering marvel that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. Its unique design is so small and so light, you can fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. No more dragging around a big, bulky CPAP. Even better, now you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights by calling minicpap.com, 1-800-915-2344. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. You can also add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. So now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't wait. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now. 1-800-915-2344. That's 1-800-915-2344. Message and data rates may apply. Oh, my gosh. That's Frank Thomas. No. Yes, that's him. Go ahead. Excuse me. Are you Frank Thomas? Yes, I am. I bet you get recognized a lot. I was a pretty good ball player. You were? Some people thought so. Sorry. We recognize you from those Nugenics commercials. Oh, yeah? That's great. So does Nugenics really work? Oh, yeah. I really can feel the difference. My workouts are better, and I feel a lot more energetic. I wish my husband would use Nugenics. It's so easy to get started. All you have to do is send one simple text. Text the word PRIME22 to 3213. For a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And you're going to like the difference, too. Text PRIME22 to 321321 for a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. Samples are not available in stores. Text PRIME22 to 321321. 321 
Welcome to our show, eh? Hey, good day to you too, eh? It's hot tub season again. Love it. Cool nights, hanging out with the family in the backyard. It's the perfect way to end your day. You know it. And Premier Pool and Spa has your hot tub waiting for you, eh? Your hot tub should be an Arctic spa built in Canada for these Minnesota winters. Yup, come and see the total difference in an Arctic spa. Yeah, visit Premier Pool and Chan Essen today at PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously at PremierPools.com. Take off, eh? 